When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Outside your window may not be great, but here on Post Show Recaps, everything is summon the super uh, as we are talking about Moon Knight here. We're over the moon talking Moon Knight on the Everything is Super podcast. I am Josh Wigler, and I am joined by a man who's constantly being accused of vandalizing the bathroom, Kevin Mahadeo. You know, it's funny, Josh. On my other podcast that I do, uh, YA with Melissa Woodward and Brooklyn Zed as we're covering Harry Potter right now. In the most recent episode, I made a pun, and uh, everyone had that groaning look. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, if it's Josh is not here, I have to pick up that mantle. Yeah. And uh, as you can see, Melissa was just like... You were my avatar. Josh? I had to be, right? Joshu. Joshu. <laughs> I had to summon to Josh shoot. Um, yeah. But what's funny is that Melissa said, does Josh make a lot of puns? And I was just like, well, somebody has listened to a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, Melissa knows firsthand from the Severance podcast. Uh, and uh, on that one, I feel some measure of shame when some of the puns happen with you, because I know that it tortures you much in the same way that Stephen Grant is tortured by the existence of the specter of Mark Spector. Uh, it brings me uh, the 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 uh, the podcaster friend of yours truly, Kevin. Great joy to bring you some measure of misery. But Moon Knight, no misery. Moon Knight, tremendous. Uh, great stuff here as we are in the second episode of Moon Knight. At least I think so. I'm going to be very curious for Kevin's takes as we are getting into the second week of this six-week show. Uh, a lot more about what Moon Knight specifically is, who he is, 
Who is Mark Spector? Some information about that. But in some ways, we're still in the dark. In some ways, Kevin, we are the ones in the mirror. Are we looking at the man in the mirror right Oh, my here? God. Don't start with me. <laughs> don't start yeah. with me. Uh, a, lot, a lot of stuff in this episode. Um, propelling more character stuff forward than necessarily plot stuff, but I think that's totally fine. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff that I liked in this episode. Uh, some things I'm going to poke a little fun at, for sure, because, you know, w- why else uh, be here if not to have a little fun sometimes? Sure, of course. Um, but, yeah, overall, I'm very interested to see where this show goes. It's weird. I know we talked to about Cairo, this to Egypt, forth, apparently, right? Yes. Like where else? Where, where um, the hell do you think we're going? Yeah, uh, it, it's one of these shows. I know we go back and forth on it, and I'm not saying this is better, but this is one of those shows. I was just like, I wish it was bingeable. I kind of wish that I got those four episodes that the uh, that the yeah. press got because I'm kind of like, oh, I want to keep moving. I want to see where it's headed. You know? I don't disagree. This one, I really do feel like I would like to consume it as a movie. Is the is uh, I think it, maybe I wouldn't feel that way if it was longer. The fact that it's only the six episodes makes me feel like I do want to consume this as a film. I'll take it how they want to how how they want to meet it out. You know, uh, the how they want to uh, center cut fillet it out. Um, but I, I, on this one, agree that I would love to just keep going with it. But I'm also really excited to have it bouncing around in my brain in the weeks between episodes. Um, like the voice of F. Murray Abraham. Listen, getting to spend the, you know, the at this point now, the next, what, month or so, um, living with the voice of F. Murray Abraham as Conchu is being a thing. Mark, <laughs> eat him now, kill him. Uh, you know, getting getting the hammer. Very like, venomous. You were right about that. I'm last telling week. you, he is. <laughs> uh, and like getting to see like his disembodied floating beak skull. Mm-hmm. Uh, and love that see, effect. And to see just the dichotomy of Oscar Isaac's performance. He's so good in the two dueling roles. I think. Um, the and Oscar to Isaacs. you know the Oscars Isaac. Yeah, I I really I really love that. And Ethan Hawke, I'm really enjoying as well. Also as Harrow, uh, I think is great. He makes a mean lentil soup. We didn't know uh, until now. Um, and like every week, you know, is going to be some measure of new delight, hopefully. Like, I like that I get to spend a week thinking about superhero Stephen Grant as who I suppose is called Mr. Knight. I did Mr. not know Knight. that, uh, <laughs> that he was called Mr. Knight was a thing, which is apparently straight from the comics is Mr. Knight. Uh, so I like that Stephen has his own version of Moon Knight. An that extremely is, well-dressed version. I he must looks say. incredible. And I he, love it. He actually I prefer looks, it, honestly. <laughs> I do I do as well. I, I really think that the aesthetic is just more much more my shit. And sometimes the the Moon Knight aesthetic itself with like the eyes feels a little CGE, mm-hmm. you know, that was to my me. Thing on the first episode. Mm-hmm. Just like sort of like those bright blue eyes maybe take me out just a touch. Um, but the but the suit, uh the, the you know, the dapper Colonel Sanders Moon Knight. Yeah. Who I thought in like a lot of the trailers and the preview and the promo material, I thought for sure that that was going to be, you know, like terrifying, scary Mark Spector rolling up his sleeves and doing wet work. And no, it's just Steven. Steven's like, this is a suit, isn't it? You know, <laughs> you said some, in the, some in the suit. There was, uh, there was some good Britishisms so in this episode I wrote down. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, there were there were some great ones. He's just constantly calling JB uh, bruv. Bruh. This yeah, is going bruv. to melt your brain, bruv. Uh, and I uh, miswatched the first scene of this uh, episode, which we could just start getting into now. Yeah. Um, that uh, you know, he wakes up. Uh, he had we we see like that we like revisit the 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 the, the destruction of the jackal, but in a way that we don't jackal, fully jackal, see it again. Uh, we don't fully see it uh, in that first scene, which is you know a nice touch considering 
how um, no one other than Steven and Mark can seemingly see the jackals. Um, and then he wakes up and he's in the ankle restraint again uh, and has this whole moment of, uh, are you there? Didn't think so. And I misread uh, this initially, Kevin, as he was waking up as Mark. Oh. Uh, and cause I just like, I misheard his accent in that first scene where I think that like true Oscar Isaac voice was breaking through just a touch for me. And so when he goes to JB, I thought that he was going to like get some kind of security footage from what happened for his work as Mark moving forward. And so when uh, he's saying, so... when he's saying it's going to melt your brain, bruv, I thought that he was hamming it up, uh, That's and like doing funny. his, his best Stephen Grant impression. Uh, and then obviously the episode bears out that that's not what it was. Uh, but then I watched it a second time today. Like I, it still kind of sounded a little bit Mark Spector. I don't know, man. I don't think Mark would have fallen on his face when he woke up in the restraint. It's a good that's point. What I, what I, what I would say. Um, I will say the one, one of my not criticisms, but one of the things I was like, you know, for a 52 minute episode, I was like, probably could have cut this. Um, was that security footage scene? I love the dialogue with JB not so smooth. Um, I <laughs> thought like that was great. I love that he, you know, c- carry on calling him Scotty. I love that he called him a donut, which is a very good Britishism right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that was fun. Um, but I personally was like, ah, we didn't need this. That that scene is a trope. Like so many times in so many movies and films, it's the like oh, we're going to look at the footage and it'll prove the thing. And of course, it's not going to be there. So yeah. like, those are one of those small moments. Again, not a big criticism, but I was like, you probably could have cut that. The only time a show needs to do that ever again is if they invert it in some way. Sure. Um, so yeah. like, that's that's one mild thing. But for, for a donut, I... I'll take it. I'll take it for a donut because I love the like you donut. Yeah, I I enjoyed it, and I think that one of the um the plot utilities of it uh that that worked for me really well on the second pass through um and I think makes the scene add up for me is um I was on the first pass like what did they like mess with the security cam did they mess with the footage or something like that um and no it's that. Mark and and uh, or or Stephen and and JB are very legitimately watching Stephen from the gift shop run away from a jackal, but the security camera doesn't pick up the jackal because only Stephen and Mark see the jackal in the flesh in person. Yeah, um, like so vampires, that, uh, can't that, be picked up on security footage or with the naked eye unless yeah. you bash it with some sort of object that will leave its mark. Um, so I uh, Spectre. So I Spectre. I like I liked that uh, on the rewatch today. Uh, I thought that that was that was pretty cool. Um, poor Steven, though, you know he's being accused. You vandalized the bathroom. You vandalized the loo. Uh, yeah. And he's just getting in trouble about this. And luckily, the you know no one's pressing charges. Um, but it does sound like is he fired he's fired yeah i mean he basically tells the statue friend he's fired he's no longer steven from the gift shop i guess yeah, uh, steven uh, formerly of the gift shop yeah uh got fired and he goes to talk to his statue friend about it uh yes. ends up hugging his statue friend gives him a weird look which i, I thought was very fun yeah uh crawley is the street performer <laughs> and and crawley looked at steven yeah eyes yeah. <laughs> just like he's like Damn it, dude. I'm trying to keep my shit together. I- I'm trying to work. <laughs> I'm still employed. I need uh, to make money. Yeah. <laughs> I have a uh, family to feed, a family of child statues that need food. You know, there's a version of this where he's try where his friend is like a Bobby, you know, is like uh is like some sort of like uh, you know, 
uh, castle guard or whatever mm. uh, who he's trying to, you know, make crack, you know. Uh, yeah. And I, I think that this version is just flashier and more comic booky. is you have a literally golden man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like the color contrast there of the, of the white uh, of Moon Knight and this golden, uh, this golden crawly. Um, do we think that Crawley is going to be important? There's got to be a Crawley payoff, right? Legit hope so. Like, I, I legit hope there's, like, something. Because I kept looking at it as, like, is that actor someone? Is that someone? And I don't think it is. Hasn't but... been identified as far as I can see. If yeah. So. yeah. I, um, hope it, I hope something does come of that, though, because I think it'd be really fun. What would work for me, honestly, Kevin, and really basically all that I would need is um, we get to the end of the show. And, you know, Steven and Mark are integrated to whatever timeshare arrangement that they agree to make, because I think that's got to be where we're going. Uh, Do you have a prediction about that? Cool. And I think, like, you know, serving Khonshu and, you know, we're trying not to keep this on Layla, so we're just going to take this on ourselves. Uh, And we cut to London at the end of the episode and street toughs are coming after uh, (laughs) Crawley. And, and And like that's what makes Crawley break and Moon Knight saves the day. Um, something like that, I think would be, that really would be fun. very fun. Cause honestly. I think you got to see like the full white moon Knight and Crawley in full gold, uh, together, uh, would be, would be super fun. Um, so, uh, so do you want to talk about that prediction now or will there be a better time to, to Oh, there'll be a it? better time. Okay. For it. I'm trying to remember when you said that, I was trying to remember that, like, what is it? The boy scouts where it's just like, one is silver, one is gold. There's mm. like that saying, I was trying to remember it, but I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint. I just remember that part. But anyway, yeah. We can uh, carry so, on. So while he's talking to Crawley, like he's trying to figure out what should I do? You know, this whole thing is mental. Uh, it's mental. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I feel like we're devolving into an Austin Powers. Uh, yeah, we Conchu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you I make rusty, you? <laughs> do I make you vengeful, Conchu? Do I? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, that would be great. Uh, if listen, that's not my beak, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not my beak. Uh, he's trying to figure it out. He's got the key. He's got the you know. Um, he's got the key. He's got the phone. And should he? Uh, should he pursue this? It's like this is the one tangible clue that I have. Uh, is this you know this this direction? This is going to point me in the right direction of like a storage facility. Should I go and check that out? Thanks, Crawley. You're the best. And yeah. Crawley literally, just, like he hugs him, and Crawley just like his eyes dart around. His eyes move, just like great, why? great stuff from Crawley. Um, and so Stephen is going to go and seek out this uh, this storage unit, and he's doing the Stephen thing of, um, yeah, he probably, you know, I don't know if you remember me or all of this stuff. And the guy's like, I told I'm Stephen I... Grant, maybe, maybe Mark, no yeah. last, no surname. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I remember you. I never forget a face. Uh, which is which is like that like that's like a law and order level like oh yes i remember everyone who comes in here and it's just like how yeah um i don't know magically uh so uh he lets him through he leads him down this hall they really gotta work on the light fixtures in this place kevin uh Mm -hmm. seems like they at least need to replace the bulbs but perhaps there's a faulty wire somewhere because things just keep blinking in and out a lot of flickering lights, especially once he exit, the lights really go haywire. Mm-hmm. You think a, the electrical situation like that would just be bad for business? That's a that's a fire hazard right there. Sure is. Uh, so he takes him to his his storage unit. I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting a military cot. Um, and that was there. 
uh, as uh, as well as a, a bag filled with money, a um, gun, a passport. You know. uh, Steven grabbing the gun and looking at it with this mixture of uh, shock and horror, but also like kind of disgust. Yep. Uh, like he was like holding it like he would hold yeah. like a bag of his dog's poop. You exactly. know, it, it was, was just like dangling from his fingers, just like <laughs> get this away from me. Very uh, funny. Yeah. Very it was, good. It was a plus, uh, like character moment on that. I also, I was just surprised at the size of this thing. I thought storage locker. I, I'm thinking like small space. Uh, the storage, the storage. You're preparing. You're preparing. UK. You're preparing for your return to New York City. Kevin. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I got just like small space on the brain. Yeah. Uh, so. That that storage locker in Britain is just a New York apartment and wait right there. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a studio. Yeah. Uh and I guess I don't know, um maybe Mark needs a place to sleep. Maybe he doesn't like Steven's flat, I guess. I don't know. Do not you not like Gus the Goldfish? That's mean. I mean, maybe that's what happened to poor Gus the Goldfish. I guess Steven oh. has yet to really interrogate Mark about Gus the Goldfish. And for Steven's sake, I hope he never does. Yeah. I don't think know, he'll like the answer behind that question. You won't like the answers to that question, Steven. <laughs> The scarab is working. Uh, it's like in full golden snitch mode. Yeah, uh, just yeah. a nice call out on that one. Uh, yeah, easier to catch, that's for sure. For but sure. like pointing towards something. He's just like, it's like a compass. Uh, so it's pointing towards something. We just don't know quite what, what it is. Right. I so guess. we're, we're going to find out in this episode that Harrow wants it. Um, Arthur wants it because it's going to point to the goddess uh, Amit. Mm-hmm. Um, am I pronouncing that right? Amit, I think. Amit. Um, uh, Amit, maybe. Um, apologies if I if I uh, bungle this. Um, to resurrect her, that that is what they want. They need the scarab in order to do that. Um, and so there was part of me that, especially on the second watch through, when the when the scarab, um, you know, lifts off and starts going in a direction, and Stephen notes that I would call you a compass, but you're not going north. It leads Stephen to Mark, uh, to the reflection of Mark. Is there any world where the scarab uh, is pointing at Steven slash Mark as the means with which to resurrect the goddess? Oh, quite possibly. Um, they seem to be, from what we learn about Kanchu, uh, there seems to be a connection between the two, at least in terms of their duties. They just approach their work differently. Um, that could be that could be an interesting little twist on that one. Yeah, I didn't um, consider it, but I was thinking it very much. Pirates of the Caribbean style, right? Like, what do you do when a compass doesn't point to north? And it's just like, it points to where you need to go, or what right. you desire. Right. I mean, I think that, um, you know, it's just, it feels like it's, 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 it could just be there, Kevin, to show sort of like the physicality of the scarab. That would be fine. That would be enough on its own if that's all that it is. Um, but it, it struck me on the second watch, knowing what the scarab was, that it's, you know, leading to the goddess that uh, Ethan Hawke badly wants to resurrect that it directly leads Steven towards the mirror where he has this conversation with Mark where Mark's like, Hey, uh, so listen, uh, just let me take the body again. And you could just go and sit down on that cot. Yeah. Just, just gotta go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Take (laughs) a little nap, take a little nap. It's going to be fine. Um, maybe that's why he has the cot. This was his contingency. He's like, if he ever comes here, I'm going to have a nice place to sleep. (laughs) I'm going to have mirrors in the room and I will have, uh, at least a bed adjacent, uh, object that he can, uh, he could rest on. It won't Uh, be comfortable, but it'll do. It'll do. Uh, like I'll make one last pitch. 
Um, the whole mirror world. I hope that we get to go inside of that um, at some point. That like the mirror. To, like, I don't think it's like a world. <laughs> well, I, what I mean more than that is like the perspective. Like I would like to be mm. rooted in the perspective of Stephen while Mark is in control. Like that's got my, it. That's on my wish list for next. Yeah, week. on the outside looking in, basically. Yeah, but like to be with him with a story within that, you know, um, to not just be an observer, but to kind of can we root us as the viewer in that experience where he's talking about, I can't breathe. I, you know, you know, I'm suffocating in here and poor Mark. I mean, not poor Mark. It's really poor Steven, but Mark, you know, not feeling great. I don't think about what he's doing to this guy later on where he's like, it's all right. You're all right. You know, there's something like, you know, um, on the battlefield of like the guy is dying and you're trying to ease his suffering quality about that when he's talking to him. So I want to, I, I think I want to experience that discomfort with the character, if that makes sense. That's what I mean when I say I want to go in the mirror world. Okay, okay, um, I get you, I get you. I think that could be cool. That 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 could be a cool visual uh, episode too, right? Like how how that what that experience is like. Yeah. Um, Steven does not want to give up the body. Uh, yeah. He's like, I'm never going to sleep again. I'm never doing it. Why aren't you telling me what's you going on? You have a bag on? full of a gun and money. I yeah. don't want to deal with any of that. Yeah, what's going on? Why aren't you telling me anything? Just be honest with me. Be straight up. And so Mark's like, okay, cool. So I'm the avatar for Khonshu? Yes. <laughs> and it's like, uh, wait, like the anime? <laughs> yes, I am the avatar. <laughs> and? Long ago, the Four Nations. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the moonbender. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe like is moonbending like the next evolution beyond metal bending of oh, earth bending? Ben- I mean, that ties directly to the water benders, right? Because the water benders get the power. From A moonbender moon. is somebody who can do earth and water bending, perhaps. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> some sort of combo platter. Uh, I don't know. I never finished Legends of Korra. I still have a few episodes left. So if that happened in the last like eight episodes yeah, of Legends of Korra, throws it at someone. It's, uh, it's a hell of a thing. Super Thanos move. Uh, yeah. And so Steven's like, "Wait, wait! You're the avatar of the Egyptian god of the moon." And Mark's like, "Yeah, you know what we do is we go out, we protect the vulnerable, we serve up conscious justice to those who have hurt the innocent." And Steven's like, "Um." pass yeah hard pass i think don't no. like that and mark's like well here's another issue i have kind of made a very strong firm deal with Kanshu, uh and i kind of sort of told him that you wouldn't get in the way and uh so please give me the body back because you're violating the terms of our arrangement with the egyptian god of the moon Yes. Uh, and seems like none of this makes sense. I so this is this is another like moment. There's actually two moments of this where again, I uh, I know like people try to approach these stories almost like it, they're they're their own thing, but they still exist in the MCU. Sure, when people have disbelief over something like, well, the the, the Egyptian god of the moon, I made a deal with him. It's like. Okay, that's possible. Like, but right? yeah, at like, this, at this point, then, uh, Kevin, are you saying that like they're uh, like atheists can't exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? You know, is is like all of like the proof positive such that everyone's got to have like some unified belief in? Sure, Egyptian gods make sense. 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, there's a level of, like, the movie The Witch proves that the devil exists. So if the devil exists, that means the religious people in the world of The Witch are correct. Right. Like, that's just sort of the rules of that universe you just yeah. established. But, now, if, you know, a, a Shatari until... invasion does not an Egyptian god make. You I know, guess that's as the true. old saying goes. <laughs> that famous saying in uh, in the scripture. One one thing that I would add to that, though, Kevin, to speculate upon, because how um, how did Mark and or Stephen come to existence? Right. You know, this is yes. a central question and a central tension of the show. I would think that the more heartbreaking result is that Mark is the base person. That's actually my prediction. That was the prediction I had is that I think this show is going to end with the reveal that Mark is actually the base dominant personality. Right. Steven is secondary and we might lose Steven uh, at the end of the series or make a deal. We'll see. Yeah. I think like some measure of integration. First of all, I doubt that Oscar Isaac is going to be supremely interested in continuing playing this character. If he's not also getting to play Steven Grant. Um, So for that, if you like the Steven Grant stuff, um, and I, I believe some people are divided on it. I think some of the people, some of the patrons of Pusher Recap, specifically Kevin, were like a little, a, a lot of Steven now, uh, ready for some Mark. Um, Mark is boring. Like, look, Mark, a quote, Mark is a twit. Like, Mark is kind of boring. Mark is like that typical, like, character we've seen. I'm Jason Bourne. Yeah, we know. We've seen you. He, like, will, be, he will be cool in that role once he's haunted by Steven, I think. Uh, that's going to be very, very, very cool, I think. I actually really like Mark a lot, but I like him in relation to Steven. Right, um, because there's someone to, like, bounce off of. There's yes. a little more personality with him because he has someone to play off of. That's a contrast like Steven. I think if it was just Mark Spector, he'd be boring AF, you know? Yeah, I think that that's probably true for me as well. Um, But I think that he is probably going to... My feeling, I agree with you, is I think Mark will be the baseline. Steven was recently developed. And so that's my question to you, Kevin. If Steven is recently developed if he's something of like an amalgamation of some of Mark's experiences, which would make sense that Mark um, through uh, his relationship with Layla, Layla seems to be able to speak to a lot of the Egyptian content that has come up in Mark and Stephen's life. Um, The French poet um, that Stephen is able to recite that maybe a lot of Mark's base life is forming the foundation for Stephen and his interests. And if he is a relatively new personality, Maybe he doesn't quite know about all of the snappings and the, 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 you know, the Thanos of the world. Um, I think that that could be plausible if you needed to explain any of that away. Um, that he could be like just a little baby. You know, he's like, he's a baby. He's been babies. He's been baby. He's like, he's been Steven for like half a year or something like that. Well, he's um, Steven with a B. Did we establish, is this Mark with a C? I believe it is Mark with a C. Yes. Nice. Uh, Mark with a C. Uh, so Steven's like, okay, well, thank you for all the information. I'm going to the cops. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have them lock me up because clearly I should not be roaming the streets. Uh, and so he goes to leave and then Conchu is like, uh, you were being too loud at the sleepover. So dad's coming downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Just like, yeah, stomping down the hallway. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Oh, he's coming. <laughs> yes. Give it back. Uh, F. Murray Abraham as Khonshu is awesome. It's excellent. Absolutely excellent. 
Uh, really, really great. And I loved this scene of, you know, some sort of measure of there's no earthly way of knowing which direction we are going with sort of like psychedelic trippy Mark running through the labyrinth mm-hmm. uh, and like some freeze framey stuff. You know, it was a little tacky, but I thought in a way that was uh, fun. I, yeah. I really, really liked it. I agree wholeheartedly. Like I kind of knew like when you're going in, you see the flickering lights early on and like the closed doors are like, they're gonna do a they're gonna do a running scene here, right? Like there's gonna be like a like a hallway moment almost, not like a hallway fight, but like that running and you're disoriented. And I think they pulled it off in a very like fun way. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So when Steven goes outside, uh, he finally makes it out into broad daylight, and he uh, flies out into the street and nearly gets run over by uh, who, who we had only previously heard the voice of. Uh, it's Layla. She's got us on our knees. Yes. Definitely has him on his knees right there. Uh, played by uh, May Kalamawi, uh, who uh, I have not finished. I, or have I? I think I did finish season two of Rami eventually. Um, she's Rami's sister on Rami. Well, it was a long time ago. Um, Fair enough. Uh, and I, it was it was so long ago that I was starting to get worried because when did they... Uh, yeah, 2020, uh, May 2020 was the, was the second season. I wonder of, what happened during the period of that ending and the next one coming out. Second season of Rami, but I guess they're casting up season three right now. Um, I loved that show. I don't know if you watched it, Kevin. Um, I Rami, want to because of, yeah. well, obvious reasons. But Yeah, it's really, really great. Uh, Rami Youssef, who um, uh, another Mr. Robot connection, as I think there's a lot of Mr. Robotisms uh, in the DNA of Moon Knight, it would appear. Uh, he had a great bit role in... 
think season three of uh, Mr. Robot is the one. Uh, yep, yeah, it's season three. Uh, and he has a hilarious character that he plays there. Uh, and so him having his own show that he's the, you know, uh, creator star on um, really good stuff. Just like another one of those like great pantheon comedy shows uh, that is uh, blending the genre, not unlike in Atlanta uh, that I think uh, people should check out. It's got a lot to say. Uh, so if you haven't watched Rami yet and Atlanta is your shit, I would recommend Rami uh, wholeheartedly on Hulu. Uh, so I better start watching that. Yeah. yeah, a little little bit. So she's on that. She plays his sister on it. She's really, really good on the show. I haven't seen her in much else. So it's really sucked. It's like, okay, cool. Great. Let's get her some work. She's awesome. Uh, and I really, really like Layla so far. Very convenient that she just shows up right outside. Well, of, she she uh, did find my phone, which, yes, you know, it's fair I enough. Suppose, I suppose. I yeah. suppose. Uh, <laughs> so she runs him over almost. And she's like, what are you doing with this British accent? What is yeah, all just of this Steven stuff? Just dragging his British accent all over the place. Yeah. Uh, why don't you know what to do with your hands and my hips? You know, like, I what? mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, the I, I, like, can you stop gripping my shoulder? Like, hold me like a normal person on a moped, please. Hilarious. Uh, and so he doesn't know, but then he kind of like leans in in a certain way, and you can see like the stars in his eyes. Basically, he's like, I've never found, I've never known love like this. Uh, I mean, I get it. And as we very soon find out, like, there's obviously a connection here. Uh, yeah. He missed the steak dinner, but perhaps it was for the best because now he has found Layla. Uh, some dessert? Where, where are we going? Oh, I wasn't saying that. Jeez. <laughs> I do love the line. I think it already happened in the episode. It's like, you eat one piece of steak. Yeah. <laughs> you eat one piece of steak and this is what happens. Yeah. So great. Um, so she's like, why are you, you know, why are you talking like this? You're not, you're, you know, uh, she's, she's his wife, apparently. Yeah. She knows Mark. Um, the still your wife thing really was a was a big shock but how much for longer because like when she shows up and they're in his apartment like she pulls out here's your paperwork you wanted yeah uh so apparently they're in the process of getting a divorce this is this was mark's choice not steven's um i think by the end of the episode we have a pretty good indication of why maybe mark mm -hmm. wanted to push layla away uh and so steven is like i would never push you away uh, right <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do love how she uh, pushes him away because he's about to show her the contents of the bag and Mark is like screaming like, no, she'll die. Like you're going to get her killed. And so he's just like, um, never, never mind. And she's like, what's uh, in the bag? And he's like, you can't see. And she literally just like tosses him. Yes. Uh, and I love that how easily she just throws Steven to the corner. Incredible. To see what's in the bag. It's, it's phenomenal. Clearly she can handle herself. You get the sense that she and Mark must have um, met each other through combat in some capacity, right? Um, you know, certainly if she is uh, the next on the list for Khonshu as a possible Moon Knight. Yeah. Um, which would and be cool, by the way. She makes the statement like this is the scarab that we've been searching for and the adventure. So clearly they have a connection through archaeology. She knows about the suit. She'll, she'll yeah. give us the titular summon the suit. Summon mm -hmm. the soup. Yeah. Uh, I just ate it. Uh, you know, so she clearly knows uh, what's uh, what's what's going on with Mark uh, and certainly knows more than Stephen does. Um, but Stephen knows this French poet uh, who happens to be uh, Layla's favorite. Uh, she, like, how did you know? It's like, it's my favorite, favorite poet. She's like, that's my favorite poet. You, didn't, you don't give a shit about any of this. Um, so she's super confused. Um, she it does finds... raise a lot of those questions that you're yes. talking about, right? Because like. It, it really does make it feel like Steven is the secondary personality. Like, 
something created to or pulled out of him all his like like the things that he loves about Layla. So maybe to help disconnect him a little bit more, maybe is put into Steven. And that's like what, why he knows so much about Egyptian mythology right. and all this other stuff. It's all, you know, stuff drawn from her. Yeah. Drawn from her and like his connection to her and everything like that. I am curious to see how they ultimately kind of handle some of the DID of it all and the dissociative yeah. uh, identity disorder. Um, and I hope that it's not like too fantasied up. Uh, I would really like for them to get, um, you know, uh, in into it, but sometimes Marvel is not the most deft with their touch. I thought that they did. I know that we keep talking about it's about grief. You know, I think that mm -hmm. they did some good stuff with that, uh, with Wandavision specifically, yes. um, and with uh, with Endgame as well. Um, but this is an important topic, and I hope that they do justice by it. I really love the two distinct characters, but there's a little bit already, even an element of Yas queening it. Uh, that you know, um, like is fun and like it's it's exciting to cheer for both of these characters. But I I just I I hope that they they land their explanations of it all um, in ways that are emotionally impactful and rooted in character um, and all the stuff that you would expect from. Frankly, the aforementioned Mr. Robot did this uh, all really 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 well. Yeah, I I agree. It's a tough subject too that I don't think is usually done well. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, this is, this is a, a, a real disorder that, that people can suffer. And I think it's usually used as plot devices and usually for villains. So, I mean, having it be really a hero, sensational yeah. yeah, or something sensational. Right. Yeah. So, um, I also hope they handle it well, but time, time will tell what's with that. Yeah. Uh, so we don't know. Uh, Layla finds the, the, the scarab. She's like, what the hell, bro? This is yeah. our scarab. This is what we've been looking for. Are you kidding me? Uh, and so, uh, Steven keeps trying to be like, listen, I don't know how to get this across to you, but I'm, um, I'm not Mark. I'm Steven with a V of the gift shop. Uh, I, you keep the scarab. I want nothing to do with it. I don't know what's going on. Um, and, uh, they, she's, I think maybe starting to believe it to some extent. Like, she's like, you don't remember our life together? Is that what you're trying to tell me? And she seems pretty moved and upset about that. Yeah. I mean, uh, understandably. Uh, rightly so, yeah. I think yeah, so. but they don't get the process for long because, like, knock, knock. It's the popo, you know. Knock, knock. Dr. Mark. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so these constables show up uh, and place Mark under arrest. He's like, wait, you're not taking me to the police station? Like, yeah, why would you think we're taking you to the police station? Check out my wrist. Right? Uh, Listen. Yes. Here's the thing. When they revealed that the cops are in it, there's a girl outside playing soccer. She has the tattoo. And we, we very quickly learned, like, this is a gathering area for people who are in on this. But the amount of people between being at the, like, um, the uh, museum last episode, I am just, like, it has gone to the point, and other people have said this. Yeah. One of my friends is adamant about it. But how many goddamn secret societies are going to exist in the Marvel Universe? It is too many. So there's many like, secret societies. And we don't even have the Serpent Society yet. Right. There's just, there's just, and there's so many. Like, are people having dual membership at this point? Because it's just like, okay, I, I you know, I'm signed up for like, they hold out one wrist and it's just like Hydra's like, oh, my bad. Wait, wrong one. Flip over the other wrist. And yeah. it's the scales. Like, 
there's just too many. There's too many, and they can't all be secret societies and not interact and not have like messed around. It's just it's it's very silly. That's really really funny. Uh, yeah, I I don't disagree. I thought that when like the museum stuff turned up, it's like okay, so is the whole museum in on it? Is this like some sort of you know uh you know sort of like watch uh you know uh watch service over over Mark uh something like that. Uh, but no, they are just everywhere here in London. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, we do find out on in this car ride some details about Mark. Uh, they like have like details on people he's killed. It would seem, yep, uh, like execution style. So. Well, I mean, vengeance. <laughs> you know. Vengeance is uh, bloody work. I'm yes. vengeance. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so uh, he ends up being taken to the neighborhood where uh, what is this? Amit Town, Amityville. Amityville, there you go. Nailed That's it, it right? <laughs> uh, so here we are in Amityville, uh, and Arthur you watch dolphin videos and flamingo videos. Yeah, and people are playing soccer. You expect Ted Lasso to show up from around the corner <laughs> with some biscuits for the boss. Arthur's like, "Ooh, thank you. These are vegan." Uh, and so um, in the car, though, first there's like a little bit more of a tussle between Stephen and Mark. And even in this situation, Kevin Stevens like, "I'll never give you the body, never, Mark." Yeah. He just I saw it, right? I saw I saw what happened when when I gave you control. I saw the you, photos. You, you were a monster. That loo. You destroyed that you toilet. You vandalized that loo. It wasn't Which me. also is one of the worst things you can have people say. Like you don't want to be known as a dude who destroyed the toilet. No. Without context especially. Like, yeah. like he did what to the toilet? <laughs> like they'll never let you forget. No. That's never. it forever for the rest yep. of your life. Um, so Arthur then takes Steven under his wing and I love this stuff, Kevin. I, me too. I wrote a bunch of stuff here. Kanshu, like screaming at Arthur and Steven and Arthur not being able to see or hear it, but just perfectly parroting back exactly exactly what Kanshu was saying. Because he was previously the Avatar, which is cool. Yes. He was also an Avatar. There's a lot of Avatars. There's supposed Mm -hmm. to be only one. uh, Firebender, this guy. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot. I love those moments of him knowing exactly what Conchu is saying, but I also love this discussion just because, like, I, there's there's this whole thing where, like, he's saying that Conchu only punishes people that I've already done wrong, and uh, Arthur is basically just like, by then it's too late, and technically. He's not incorrect, you know what I yes, mean? Yes. Unsurprisingly, Kevin is a little bit side Arthur on some of these discussions, but yeah, um, no, it's cool. Uh, I, you know, a lot of uh, like the culture of it, I think, was really compelling to see of like what does what does this community look like? It is to some extent, it seems relatively peaceful. Uh, they've got great lentil soup. That's mm-hmm. lovely. Um, I think that it was, uh, I, I want to credit this properly. So I'm just going to do a really quick check on this to make sure that I was right. Uh, that I think it is, um, uh, let's just double check. Yep. It's Ryan, uh, in the discord who noted that, um, Arthur's backstory is really cool. Uh, what's great is the subtle glass noises are still there. Oh, I missed that. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, and so when he's walking around, if you if you're listening and if you've got good sound, you can hear the glass to a certain extent. That's um, incredible. But he's taking Stephen around and trying to explain to him. I was Conchu's, you know, arm of vengeance. Uh, Conchu probably selected you because he knew he could break you because there's so many voices in your head and uh, what's one more um, and whatever he's promising you, don't trust it. He's always got another thing that he's going to ask of you. Um, and a lot of like that lived-in experience, I feel like, lays out pretty neatly the case for Stephen, who is like 
yeah, I don't want anything to do with this either. But I think it's when Steven starts to begin the process of like, okay, so you guys want to resurrect the crocodile goddess. And her whole deal is, now I may not know what a Shatari is, but I have seen Minority Report. <laughs> and it sounds like you're worshiping the precog, the pre-crocodile goddess. Um, is that one of the groan-worthy puns? Um, that's, Pre, pre-croc? That's, pre-croc is good. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that one. Uh, and uh, so does that mean that, like, you're all just going to kill kids? Like, will you kill kids? What? A, okay, listen. Here's the thing. What a jump. All right, this is this is this is where hey, naturally Kevin they don't, has they issues. don't deny it, Kevin. They don't. But here's okay. Several things. One, uh, this starts off when Stephen is just like a thought can't be evil. First off, tell that to the Catholics. Uh, second of all, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> that it, it's just okay, if you sure. think it, you said yeah. it. Like okay. that's kind of okay. how it works. Okay. Um, and if it's just thoughts, okay, yes, that's not good. But this is not what they're saying, that it's not thoughts of doing something bad. It is literally looking at this is something that will happen. You will commit an evil. That's um, if you're buying it, Kevin, if you're believing that this is legit and real. I guess that's true, right? If you, But if you're going on that, it you're is You're trusting real. the bad guy fairly quickly. I, I suppose. But, like, the idea of, like, time... That's, that's the thing, is that this is where it gets wonky. Because time has been established in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And at the same time, like, time isn't always linear. If we're taking in variables to alternate reality, which I don't think this is in the multiverse... Time exists means at some point in time, you do, in fact, do this. Uh, because until the universe broke, there was only one timeline. Meaning that if you'd committed a crime, that definitely happened. Because that's how time was established in the universe. Again, that changed with Endgame and a lot of other stuff. So, like, you can make the arguments now. But, like, that's the part that, like, for me, I'm like, I don't know. Like, it, it, it tracks with what you're giving me. That, like, if someone was going to do something horrific then they would have then they are going to do it like that's how time works so stopping it before it happens um now that said what do they consider evil because if they're just like you're going to jaywalk in 5 weeks you must die then then that's bad that's very very bad yeah. also as for the child murder i don't condone that but just wait a few years just wait a few years <laughs> oh, if they're not going to do it as a child just wait just yeah. wait. That's like that 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 thing. Would you kill baby Hitler? No, but I I'd probably take out teenage Hitler. I guess. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like I don't have to do it. He's a baby. Just yeah. wait. Just wait yeah. a little while. Uh, but I like from Steve's like I think about killing my boss all the time. Um, you know, <laughs> like I my evil for that uh, is is interesting. And I also think to the point of like hard to trust Arthur. When you're in, I believe it's, we're in Layla's perspective late in the episode when she sees him get yes. the scarab, right? And yeah. she he gets it from a guy who just picked it up on the street, effectively. Uh, you know, one of, I think probably one of the cultists, I would imagine. Um, but then he just kills him, right? Yeah. He just takes his soul. And he, he didn't does. judge him. He just it didn't uses look the like power. He did. Correct. And so, like, this is the parts where it's just, like, he's a villain. But right. I think that he's a villain because of, like, what he's using that power to do versus the general idea of the villainness. Now, I want to also say, I do not think that if you think something evil, you're evil and should be punished. I think thoughts are thoughts and ideas are ideas. As If they're not happening in reality, it's fine. Um, so like, I don't want to say that where, you know, just to clarify that Steven, I don't agree with the idea that Steven thinks he, what like, I think about killing my boss, therefore I'm evil. But yeah. I'm just saying in the context of what's been presented, it's not super far off. All also, right. okay. 
it's to me the biggest questionable thing about Arthur is the fact that he has served as the avatar of Khonshu. We know that. And he had problems about like Khonshu wants to take more and more. Why would he serve as another avatar then, right? Because it seems like he's serving as like an avatar to uh, Ahmet, which makes me question that because it's just like, if you don't like the being the avatar, why would you go to another god to be an avatar? That seems sus. So that whole thing is where I'm just like, I don't know, well, Arthur. Maybe uh, because Amit doesn't make him get dressed up in a suit. Amit's like, summon an invisible jackal. Someone is exactly, but he, he does put glass in his shoes, which I think is worse than this, you know, considerably. It seems like a personal choice. I, I don't know. I don't want to knock it. I don't want to knock it. I haven't tried it. Um, I, I'm a famous <laughs> advocate. Super comfortable. I'm a famous advocate for one sock on, one sock off. So who am I to uh, question? Sorry, what? Kevin, do you even know me? Have we ever talked before? Apparently anyway. not. And is if it, I did, I don't think we would be friends. That's is insane. It, this is an offline conversation. Yeah, uh, we'll save that for after the podcast. Yeah, I knew you didn't, uh, uh, you know, listen to all my podcasts, but geez. <laughs> uh, so I'm not to judge what uh, what Arthur does with his hot dogs. That is his business. Um, so he is saying like, yeah, uh, by the way, Conchu sucks. He's a two-year-old baby. Uh, he got banished by all the gods because he's such a little... Uh, temper yeah, change up. I and, do love that. And just, like, the other side, guys didn't like him. Yeah, and conscious like across the room. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> I'm very popular. Everybody yeah. likes me. Yeah. Uh, uh, Osiris really liked me. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, there, there's this whole debate, and basically um, Harrow wanting to uh, to lure Mark out of Stephen, so he can talk to Mark uh, and like get into it with him. Um, and when he's not able to do that, Layla, uh, is going to show up before it's too late. Um, and Layla's going to come. She's like, I've got the scarab. It's me. You want, uh, and then she tells Steven, summon the suit, summon the suit. And he says, summon the soup. Uh, and I, when he said that, I was like, oh, thank you. That's great for the, everything is super intro. Uh, yeah. Bring it, bring it in. Summon, come on, bring it in, please. Yeah. Uh, summon the super. Uh, summon oh, you want more lentil soup? Yeah. Bring it in, bring it in. We got it. We got it. Not a big great, lentil great soup server. guy, but really? uh, every yeah, not a fan. Uh, but everybody here seemed to really like it, so that's good. Um, so yeah, uh, Stephen like isn't able to do that. No, uh, and he even finally when they're locked in this room, once the jackal shows up, he's just like trying to summon Mark, and he's like failing, uh, or or summon the suit, and he's unable to do so until until until. So Layla is kicking ass. Uh, and uh, leading Steven through the compound, and they get lo locked into you know this one room. She's really trying to encourage him to do it. He's not going to do it, um, and so uh, she like gets kind of resigned to it, uh, which I appreciate. Which is like, okay, so this is real, uh, as in like what's going on with Steven slash Mark is real, and he's not able to do what he needs to do. So I have to get us out of here. I loved the whole vibe of that scene. Um, and I really loved it when the jackal bursts in and only Mark uh, yes. slash Steven can see it. And she's just like, what are you talking about? Because like, I like that they they implied it very much in, in the in the footage, obviously, at the beginning. But I like the, the visual here and confirmation just like, yeah, no, he's the only one that sees this thing. Yeah, he's the only one. So he gets knocked out the window by the jackal steven does and uh as he is uh you know hitting uh hitting poles on the way down uh he finally lands on one knee yeah one fist out 
Full on, uh, full out Batman style. I was gonna say full on, actually like OG Iron Man pose. Yes, uh, you the know, three point pose as it's called, I think. Mm-hmm. And he lands, and he is uh, Mister Knight. Mister uh, Knight, love it. Know, I love uh, this so much. Did you know anything about this, Mister Knight? Um, no. Like from the I, comics or anything? No, I I think I feel like I've seen the image at least the top part of it like i've seen him in the gloves and um and his sleeve rolled up on like a poster uh and so like i think that's as far as i've seen i had not seen him like full suit with the white mask um before so i was thrilled about this visual i absolutely love it i find it so interesting and so unique of a look um that's so unexpected for 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 a superhero i absolutely adore it and i love that this is steven's look because as he said you said to summon a suit and so he summoned a suit uh so i guess that um that uh mr knight stems from uh, a 2014 this is according to collider.com has a mr knight explained piece uh this thing uh no unfortunately it's a warren ellis thing uh mm-hmm. and declan uh shalvey uh they had a, a 2014 miniseries um and in that uh there are various different you know personalities that are in place there's Stephen grant who is like a billionaire and that's uh you know sort of the public face of mark specter who is the base personality i believe uh and then uh he has this guy jake who's a taxi driver in new york and then there is from taxi and then of course there's you know when he goes full-on moon knight but then there's mr knight uh who uh is like the version of him that like kind of politely consults with police and does like uh like criminal investigations and stuff like that uh and uh you know is less uh superhero mode so i haven't encountered this in the comics and stuff but apparently this is rooted in some version of the comic um i just kept seeing the posters and i thought like this is gonna be like serial killer mode uh moon knight and instead just steven yeah uh, just steven and yeah he has this great moment with mark in the reflection of being like, you look like Colonel Sanders. Yeah. It's like, you said some in the suits. I summoned the suits. Uh, why honestly, does this not go I out? think it's a lot dapper and better than the other one. So yeah. you know what the hell with you, Mark. And so Mark's like, all right, fine. Uh, well, do you have the scarab? But he's like fishing around in his pocket. He's like, no, but I have these billy clubs that yeah, Daredevil would be jealous of. Billy clubs. <laughs> uh, apparently called truncheons uh, are the name of these weapons. I've never heard of that before. Uh, um, do they have the stick handles at the end? I guess is what it is. I suppose. Okay. Sounds like a snack. I would love to eat a truncheon right now. Uh, and so Mr. Knight ends up fighting the Jackal. First of all, really, the Jackal is fighting Mr. Knight. Yeah. He uh, uh, rolls up his sleeves, like as we see, takes off the jacket. Always a moment I love is when someone takes off a suit jacket just in the vest and the shirt, roll up the sleeves. Love look. that visual. I'm a big fan. I would love to do that one day. Maybe I'll do it at the wedding. Who knows? I don't have a vest, though, so unfortunately not. I'll um, get you. I'll get you the vest. Perfect. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I, I love that as he does his like float like a butterfly, sting like a bee thing. And he knocks Jackal all the F out. He's yeah. like, ah, Bazinga, Bullseye. <laughs> uh, you've been planted, I think. Only for like half a second, though, because the Jackal gets back up. He really yeah. celebrates too early. <laughs> but it's nice to know that as Mr. Knight, Steven has physical power. Uh, so, you know, is he going to be able to be coordinated at any point? Um, I would love to see it because I would love to see him be like a total badass in this suit at some point. But also, if not, he's really great in this mode. 
Um, so yeah, he almost, uh, he almost gets killed, uh, and he almost gets run over. And there is this great moment where Steven like kind of like, uh, blearily gets back onto his feet and looks at the reflection. And Oscar Isaac is so funny in this moment where he's like, you know, like choking back laughter where he's looking at seems like you're doing pretty good, Steven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh Steven's like, thanks. And he's like, why don't you let me take over the body? And I'll finish this. He's like, all right, just this one time. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, really, really great. Uh, so he takes him over. Uh, and really cool action scene of Moon Knight just going to work. Like tearing his way up to the rooftops. Run, 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 run. Pace out the jackal. Three, two, one. Swivel around. Grab the jackal. Swerve it on. Impale it on Impales the... It. Um, awesome. I thought that was super, super cool. I love this entire sequence. I thought it was cool. Um, the two notes I had was one, the people who were like looking is just like, ah, just some drunk guy or whatever. And once he gets hit by a car and it leaves a dent, I feel like at that point, again, you would think that upon seeing a guy in a super suit get hit by a car and like the car gets dented and he's fine. You should just be like, ah, shit, another superhero fight. Let's, we got to get out of here. Like the yeah, crowd would have pieced out. Um, yeah. But I would have loved it if the body after he impaled it didn't disintegrate. Because can you imagine if he's the, he's the only one that could see it, right? That there's just a body lying on top of that spike forever. Hilarious. Hilarious. And the only one who's able to see it is him. Every time he walks by, oh, there's that again. Yeah, people are going to be walking by like, what's that smell? What's that smell? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, would I think that. it's coming from up here. And eventually they're going to have people like going up to the roof to clean around. And someone is going to run in to an invisible jackal limb yep. and like fall off the roof and like break a leg. <laughs> That's going to suck for that guy. And that's how you tie it into She-Hulk. Yeah. Through legal uh -huh. liability. <laughs> Correct. Can she practice in London? Um, Probably not. I love the scene between uh, Mark and Steven now that Mark has control of the body and Steven being like, is this what it's like? This is terrible. And I I really love Oscar Isaac. is just such a good actor. That it's whole phenomenal. like when he goes, it's all right. You're all right. You know, he's just yep. like, kind of trying to like guide him through it. And Steven doesn't want it. Uh, and Mark's like trying to tell him it's not so bad when there's reflections and mirrors and stuff. Uh, just calm down. It's going to be okay. Uh, and there's like a, a high degree of empathy here. I feel like, uh, there that is, is, uh, really, really, uh, touching, you know, uh, provocative, all of those things. This is that moment too, when Steven says like, I want my life back, that it's sort of solidified to me that I think that Mark is in fact, the dominant personality and that Steven is secondary, um, uh, because it, it is just like the perfect story tragedy, right? Like, cause I personally love Steven. I think he's great. Um, and the, the, the idea of like him possibly, you know, not being in control anymore, not being the main in control personality is a little bit heartbreaking. And I think, uh, it would be really interesting to see that play out. Um, once we're all done, uh, Mark though, just gets really pissed off <laughs> over a lot of it. Just starts wrecking property. Yes. Yes, he does. Uh, he breaks the mirror and, and everything there. But I, I agree with you. I, I love the idea of like, um, cause Mark is going to say to him before that, you know, um, uh, I'm going to finish this thing. And when it's done, I promise you'll never see me again. And that feels very self-destructive, you know, if yeah. you're taking it at face value. And so part of me wonders how much does Steven exist as an extension of, you know, Mark's self-loathing, um, you know, 
depression and uh, you know a, a lot of these really terrible impulses that he that he's having these troubling impulses and Stephen being you know some measure of him that knows he's worthy of living and knows he's worthy of existing and how do those things reconcile uh, is something I'm interested in seeing uh, how the show tackles um, for now uh, it's just Mark and Kanshu. Yes. And Kanshu's like, all right, where's the scarab? And Mark's like, it's gone. Uh, and, or I think it's Kanshu's like, they got the scarab, you idiot. Yep. Uh, and Mark's like, well, we'll go and we'll find Amit's tomb, even without the compass, and we'll get there before Harrow. Uh, and Kanshu's like, okay, that's good. Uh, I'll, I'll protect you with all that I got, Mark. And Mark's like, cool. And then we're done, right? And Kanshu's like, well, yeah. eh, well <laughs> are we? Let's uh, send an email. Uh, let's put a pin on that and revisit uh, in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, you know, it's okay, Mark. If you want to retire, even though I know you love what we do, uh, we can do that. But you might not like uh, who I have uh, up uh, in mind for the next Avatar. She is a real steal. Uh, no. and, and Mark's like, shit, fine. <laughs> Uh, and so he's like, where are we going? He's like, where the hell do you think? And they, uh, he wakes up uh, with a bottle in hand in Egypt. and that Broken is... mirror with a bottle in hand as well. Yeah. 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 So that's where we leave it, uh, heading into episode three. I'm in. I'm really enjoying this, Kevin. Yeah, no, it's, it's a really fun show. I'm really liking it. Um, it's just one of those things where I like, you know, I, I would have liked to like kind of consumed it at a little bit of a quicker clip, but I'm enjoying this ride. Uh, I think my favorite parts are just the watching Oscars Isaac, <laughs> Oscars Isaac in this in these two roles, uh, the F. Murray Abraham of it all. I think the acting is really what's pulling me in from everyone at this moment and yes. really grounding me in it. Um, right now, the plot is sort of just like, OK, it's one step to the next and like that's fine. Uh, but the actors and I think the, the the character work that's being done is really, for me, where it's at and yep. why I'm enjoying it. Yep, totally agreed. Uh, I'm into the mystery as well to a certain extent, but it really is Oscar Isaac that's pulling me along, uh, though I'm really into the supporting characters as well. I think Ethan Hawke is hamming it up and having a very oh, yeah. good time. Uh, so I mean, that's really fun. The hair. <laughs> yeah, the hair. And also he's like kind of doing like gravelly voice type mm -hmm. stuff too. He's having a good time. It's fun. It's fun to see these actors who like don't typically get to do this type of stuff. Ethan Hawk is pretty resistant to this kind of material. Um, he's, he's doing his thing and I think it's really, really good. Um, all right. So we are, uh, a third of the way through Moon Knight already if you could believe That's it so crazy <laughs> these shows go quick uh we'll be back next week talking more moon night in the meantime if you want more from me and kevin we're talking daredevil uh netflix's daredevil no longer it is now disney plus's daredevil uh as we are going back and finally uh recapping season three we're up to the fourth episode those podcasts are free to listen to on patreon.com slash post show recaps. If you want to just listen to it on the webpage, uh, if you want to support the podcast, you certainly can uh, at that same website, patreon.com slash post show recaps. You'll get those extra episodes of everything is super directly in your podcast feed, as well as the aforementioned why a where Kevin, Melissa and Zed uh, and a special guest this past week uh, are talking about all things Harry Potter. Yeah, um, I guess I can just say the special guest here. The podcast has not been released by the uh, time this podcast is out because I still have to edit it. Uh, well, so then I won't your choice, your choice. I won't say it then. I will say, though, that we did announce we're going to be taking a short break 
on YA. Um, next week, we're, we are going to have another episode. That's sort of going to be a like little bit of a Minnesota stop down. We're just going to talk through some stuff, uh, talk about some theories. If you have Harry Potter theories that you remember reading when you were younger, were you buying into things like the Dumbledore's a time traveling Ron or whatever? Oh, God, uh, I remember those. We'd love, yeah. yeah, they're great. Send us in. We'd love to talk through that. Um, but then we're going a little break uh, because I'm going to be in move mode yes. to come to Joshua uh not joshua tree joshua wiggler um and so we need a little break while that's going down but then we'll be back with the half blood prince incredible uh so uh wish kevin all of the vibes as all of that is starting up in the meantime we will be uh supering it up here on everything is super talking all things moon knight each and every week follow kevin he's at kev mahadeo on twitter i am at round howard get feedback in for the podcast Super at postshowrecaps.com. Uh, huge shouts to the great Brendan Fitzpatrick, who collates feedback. Uh, we're a little pressed for time this week, so unfortunately we are not really able to dive deep into the feedback this week. But a great conversation that's happening in the Post Show Recaps Patreon Discord that I'm really looking uh, forward to, to diving into myself uh, on the other side of this podcast. We'll be back next week. More Moon Knight coming your way. Until then, everybody, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.